Well, a big story broke late yesterday and it came as quite a surprise when SAPOL revealed that two police officers have been stood down with an inquiry being launched after a disabled man in his 60s was tasered and also pepper sprayed at a residential care home in Adelaide South. Now, the two police are facing potentially serious consequences from this, at the very least disciplinary uh, punishment or, or possibly even criminal uh, charges. We're not prejudging anything. Um, but our, our, our next guest who joins us for, for Breaking at Eight um, is in the unique position of having actually seen the um, the body-worn camera footage from the two officers. Deputy Commissioner Linda Williams joins us now. Deputy Commissioner, thank you so much for your time. We know that you are limited in the scope of, of what you can say, as indeed are we limited in the scope of what we can report. But, but firstly... Um, the decision by your boss, uh, Grant Stevens, the commissioner, to make this public, he wasn't actually required to do that, was he? Do, do you know, what? can you take us inside the, the rationale behind making making it public that this this has all allegedly occurred? Uh, good, yeah, good morning, Dave. Um, and thanks for the opportunity to clarify some of these questions. Um, and firstly, can I, I say, it is, I am limited in what I can say, but what we, um, when we viewed the video, we took the view that um, it was likely to have an adverse effect on trust and confidence in the community just if people saw the video on its own, especially um, because SAPOL do, on many occasions, deal with vulnerable members of the community. Um, and having reviewed it, there were some concerns over um, what the actions of the police officers, and that's um, why we have initiated a commissioner's inquiry. But I caution, as I said yesterday in the media, that... Um, you only see part of the incident and we have to have a full understanding of what led up to this, why, in fact, police were called, um, what they were told, what was their understanding, why they have responded the way they did. All of that has to be the subject of the investigation. Um, but on the face of it, um, we took the action that a commissioner's inquiry was required and that we'd make a public statement. In terms of the altercation itself, are you at liberty to describe the nature of the altercation or is that something that could be prejudicial? That is something that could be prejudicial. So um, mm. I'd let, like to let both the criminal and the conduct investigation run their course um, with as much um, you know, lack of bias and in that process as, as it should be correctly afforded. I, I know they're discrete incidents too. Uh, obviously, the, 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 the conduct of New South Wales Police has got no bearing whatsoever on this case, but was part of the thinking in making it public that you didn't want to run the risk of, of looking like you were covering up something, given what happened in, in Cooma with the with the elderly woman there? Um, what I, I would say is, um, at this point, I wouldn't like to compare the incidents because we still have to have a full investigation until the facts are known, but it did inform us of the nature of the public concern about vulnerable people in you know, in care facilities when they have an interaction with police and forces used, and I can understand public concern and sentiment about that. Mm, mm. So the the ban on broadcasting the video was about the fact that it didn't tell the full story. Why is there a ban too then on speaking to witnesses who were there for the full story? Because those witnesses are part of the investigation, Will, and that's really important that there's no inference that um, because... Um, you know, they get questioned in, in one occasion and they get questioned on another that there's maybe, you know, different... People might perceive different variations on their story. They should be allowed to tell it once in a thorough way to as part of the investigation process. Hmm. 
But that that that's that's clearly a, a law that only applies because we've got police officers involved. Witnesses tell their story about car crashes and things all the time, don't they? Yep, they do. And but this is also because we're not only do we have the criminal investigation, but we do have a conduct investigation and a complaint was made to the Office of Public Integrity. So it does fall within the purview of the Police Complaints and Discipline Act. Sure. And therefore, there are two sections, as you're probably aware of, sections 45 and 46, which lim- limit disclosure and publication to a certain extent, but allows. Commissioner and office, obviously the Office of Public mm. Integrity to make things public, which on this occasion, you know, there has been a level of information that has been made public because it is deemed that there is certainly this is in the public interest to be mm. given reassurance that there is, you know, significant investigation into both criminal and conduct because of the allegations that have been made. But why do why do police get special treatment when members of the public have they been involved in something that, that, that drew potentially criminal consequences wouldn't? Because this is also dealing with police officers in terms of whether there is a breach of conduct. And conduct is the internal process that looks at the behaviour of police officers. That, like any employer, government employer, private employer, has has a code of conduct that um, you as an employer deal with your employees in regards to whether there has been some conduct that would not meet the standard and therefore does it require something like a focus on um, correction, education, guidance, retraining, or is it leading more towards, you know, a more punitive or sanctioned option of a fine or ultimately to termination? And they are employment laws and they're generally not made public in any industry, just as a matter of course. And the police are no different. So in what circumstances and at what point would the the vision uh, that's that's in the public, it's already been broadcast, as I understand, in a number of places, uh, and, the, and, and the witnesses to this be able to speak publicly? So if there are, and I say this, Cautiously, if the if the matter does end up in criminal charges, then it goes into the normal system of the courts, and the courts can have, have obviously um, rules around what they say can be released, what can be suppressed, what can't be suppressed, and then they take that into account in terms of how that how that sits with police complaints and discipline. That is for for them to deal with. Then, if it if it does end up as a discipline matter, the commissioner and the office of public integrity can make a determination as to whether they make a statement about the outcome of a discipline inquiry at an appointed time. Clearly, we're too early into any of those processes now to know what that will mean, but there'll be um, live considerations as we go forward about whether any further statements are made into the future. And just finally, Deputy Commissioner, um, I mean, they haven't been found guilty of anything yet. Are the, are the two police stood down on, on full pay? So let me just clarify, um, we were quite clear that they'd been removed from operational duties. They haven't been suspended and they haven't been, like, sent home from work. They are still in the workplace, but they're just not operational in the terms of having public contact. Okay, that makes sense. Deputy Commissioner Linda Williams, thanks for joining us this morning for breaking it up. You're welcome. Thank you. It's a wild old story, isn't it? Quite extraordinary. Well... I mean, who knows what happened? Yeah. We can't speculate. We don't know. But I, I, I can understand the point of, like, if, if the only bit of video that exists is the very last bit, as opposed to whatever may or may not have been happening in the lead-up to it, mm. who knows? Yeah. I, mean, I But but that's not that's not to give any preemptive no, of cover course not. to the police in question, because maybe they have done totally the wrong thing. I'm, I, I worry about the people that are family members that want to have, to have a say. Yeah. Yeah, that were there. Mm. That that I think I wonder what they think. Mm. We can only wonder because we're not going to be allowed to know. Well, the whole thing sounds extremely sad. Mm. And the bloke's got he's living yeah. with disabilities. Yeah, awful. awful, terrible.